you're listening to the next team podcast hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of the next team podcast it's episode 50 boys uh, we're doing football and it's uh, been a better part of two weeks once again and uh, it's turning into a pattern I am joined by two unusual suspects for the change. Uh, Arjun and Pramod are back uh, after oh. a pretty long hiatus. And to make the episode extra special, we have our special guest, our mystery prize winner for our FPL, Fazal, joining us today. And um, he is an Arsenal fan. And uh, before I get into the podcast, I'll give, I'll allow him some time to introduce himself. Fazal. Yeah, so as Vikas mentioned, I'm a, I'm a big Arsenal fan, which has kind of been a struggle for a while. Uh, aside from that, I, I'm in uni right now. I'm studying information systems in UNSW. And yeah, really looking forward to uh, coming on today and uh, discussing all things football with you guys. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, same for us as well, Fazal. And uh, if in case you guys are wondering, this is actually part of his mystery prize and the other part will be reaching him very soon. And uh, so do check out our uh, socials uh, and keep a lookout for Fazal uh, posting once he receives his mystery prize. And uh, before we get into the episode, our usual message man, Tarun, isn't here today. But uh, we have our substitute, Pramod, coming in. And uh, Pramod, take it away, please. Let's go. Yeah, come on. Just like Ole, I come in last minute and save the day. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so follow us on the next MSG, uh, at the next MSG, uh, on Instagram and TikTok. And also enter the words, the next team, next team podcast on Spotify and YouTube. And we'll be there. Follow us on Spotify. Watch, like, subscribe, everything. Well, Thank much appreciated. <laughs> well done. What, what a man. What a what sub. Flows. Super sub. <laughs> super sub. Yeah, that's my super nickname. Man. Yeah, super <laughs> sub. So, all right. Uh, let's get into it today. So, um. The topic was actually chosen by uh, Fazal today and we are more than happy to discuss it because um, we are the fixtures just got announced for the Premier League uh, season. And of course, we see the teams, especially the top teams in the league looking to rebuild their squads. Um, some are stronger than others. And I think our main focus for today will be discussing the transfers which has happened and which can potentially happen uh, for the big clubs in the Premier League. So, of course, with our Arsenal fan present, two Arsenal fans, in fact, uh, what better way to begin than uh, unpacking Arsenal's pretty decent transfer window, I would say, so far. So, um, Fazal or Arjun, you guys can get the ball rolling. I mean, Fazal's a guest, so I feel like he should start. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done, bro. All right. So, yeah, it's been actually a crazy few days uh, looking at the rumours, very strong, very reliable rumours about Arsenal's transfer dealings looks like uh, missing out on top four hasn't really impacted what we can we can and will look to do in this transfer window. So a couple of uh, confirmed signings we've had so far, the Fabio Vieira from Porto uh, looks all but confirmed. It's been confirmed on Porto's end, but uh, not by Arsenal yet. Looks bound to happen. And then uh, Lissandro Martinez as well from Ajax, very versatile, very versatile player. So yeah, that's a decent start. And then also... Uh, Rumors linking the likes of uh, Tielemans, Jesus, and even Rafinha, who's one of my favorite players in the league, uh, to Arsenal. So yeah, it looks like it's pretty exciting. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope a few of these can materialize. What do you think, Arjun? Yeah, I mean it's it's been a pretty solid window so far, but only if I feel like it's a good window if we bring all of those names in because 
what Costa stopped for last season was that once a few key players got injured, like the drop off was quite kind of scary. Like almost like we went back one season compared to the football they were playing like before that. So yeah, it's like like what you said about Lisandro. He's apparently he can play. I mean, I've never. I'll be honest. I haven't watched him play that much. Uh. I don't really watch <laughs> Dutch football that much. But okay. apparently he can play left centre back, left back and CDM. And I mean, it's pretty special for a player that young to be able to be that versatile. And yeah, Gabi Jesus is a is a like a world class like centre forward. But compared to what we had recently, like Lacazette, Enketia, all those kind of names, I feel like he's a step up. So right, yeah, I think this summer is just important in terms of raising the quality of our squad. Like players like Fabio Vera, Tillemans. It's bringing the technique back into the midfield, which is, I think, like the core of Arsenal's football for many years. So it's nice to see that kind of coming back, or at least we're attempting to bring that back. So yeah, that's my thoughts on the on the the new sofa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, going on to yeah, uh, like Martinez specifically. I feel like uh, he's he gives like a profile that we need in the squad because he can play that sort of inverted left back role that Tom Yasu can do on the other side. We don't really have anyone to do. And also, like, deputized for Partey as a number six, which we had huge issues with last season. I mean, I know El Nani got a contract extension, but I'm not confident anytime, like, he's in the yeah. 11. I don't think he can replicate what Partey can do to, like, even a, like... Yeah. I'm happy if El Nani's just filling in for a few games. But, I mean, let's be honest, he's not starter quality, like, if you want to be in the Champions League. Yeah. My issue with him is mainly that we had to, like, shift back to a double pivot structure because he can't, like, hold the lone sixes. Partey is the only one who can play lone six for exactly. us. Exactly. Like, Lokonga was... Lokonga, we tried Lokonga for one game. We, we look kind of... Yeah. Sasa. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, on the topic, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say you guys haven't made good signings. Uh, but personally, I felt like you guys were always... Especially since last season, you guys were lacking in the striker position. Mm. Uh, I think that's something you guys had to show up. And you guys gave uh, Nketiah a contract extension. Uh, first of all, what are your thoughts on that? Azar, you want to go first? Or? Mm, I am not that... Okay, I think in terms of the value of the player, like if he had a few years left on his contract and the club were looking to sell him, I think given like from at the end of the season, we could have got decent money for him. But I'm still a bit skeptical about, about it because I don't think he signs... I mean, there's rumours that he's being paid 100, 100 grand a week. I don't think he signs wow. without being like assured of at least being a backup striker. So... Mm. But I wanted like alongside Jesus because Jesus, I feel like, especially if you don't get another winger, I feel like you'll get game time on the wings. So I was I wouldn't have minded like another like maybe a more like traditional target man striker. Like, like a maybe pure forward. Tony. Yeah. yeah, maybe Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony, someone I really yeah. like. But it seems like Enketia is that uh, second choice striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, not entirely sure about that, but like let's hope he. I mean, he ended the season in decent form, so let's see yeah. if he can carry that forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, just to add on. Mm. On that point, I mean, you guys are strengthening your midfield. I feel your midfield has always been quite strong, uh, especially looking at last season where you see Um, Odegaard really stepping up to the plate. Yeah, Um, but I think it's just about depth, bro. Like, because you think about it, right? Like, if Zaka... Aren't you better off off strengthening the forward line instead of... I I mean, I think we're better off strengthening everything, uh, which is, I think, what our plan is. Of (laughs) course. Yeah. It's an ideal situation, but what do you guys need right now? I, I mean, like, I feel like it's equally important because when one thing I had noticed is that when Odegaard gets uh, kept quiet, right, like, we don't really have many ideas of, on how to break a low block. And the reason is because he's a very, he's a heavily left-footed player. So that means that he has to 
hit those central areas for him to really f- feed like our forward players. Mm-hmm. And the few times we do, it usually goes to Lagazet, who's who just has lost every confidence in his scoring goals. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, I I agree. Uh, forward forward is very important. Uh. but mm-hmm. I also think that we need a few more creative profiles. So Fabio Vera, I think, is an excellent signing for that reason. Uh, mm-hmm. I've only I watched like one or two games of him because in the Champions League against Port against Liverpool, he he played quite well. Like, okay. I like what he did, and I just think he provides a different option and like. Who knows? We, this could see Odegaard even being pushed to the left side of the midfield, and he could be a bit more influential because he'll play. It's more natural for a left-footed player from that side to play like through the lines. Whereas with on the right-hand side, you often see Odegaard driving the ball and then he tries to cut in, and then it's hard to create an angle from there, right? So yeah. I think that's one reason why we brought in Vieira, and just for the sake of depth, because one big difference next season is that there's going to be five oh, yeah. subs, which means you're going to need bigger squads, and the fact that. This squad hasn't experienced Europe for one season. I know it's only one season, but one season makes a difference. So they're gonna have to they're gonna be playing 40 to 50 games next season. And I think having those young players with creative potential is is only gonna help us. Yeah. So that's my take on it. Yeah. And for Enketia, sorry, yeah, you go. Yeah, go ahead. No, it's like for Enketia, like I understand Fazal's skepticism because I think until recently he's he's the kind of guy who scores only scrappy goals. Like his his finishes were never clean. Like it's almost like he always half his goals came from like keeper mistakes or like <laughs> defensive mistakes that kind. But I just feel like his game has evolved beyond being just like a poacher or a fox in the box. And I think that's why Ateta is so keen to keep him. The fact that we paid him hundred k a week, even though he hasn't played that many minutes, shows how much how much faith he has in his in his abilities and his ability to improve as a player. So yeah, um, we could see him. You know. I guess surprising a few people. Yeah, he took on his number as well. Yeah, which is which is honestly a big punter. Like uh, fair enough to. Uh, I mean, Adata has always like backed himself on these kind of big decisions. Uh, it's not the first time we've given a big like uh, a huge legacy number to a young player. We did the same thing with Saka. We did the same thing with Smith Rowe. We did we did the same thing with Martin Ali. Martin Ali is getting the number eleven shirt. If, if I'm not wrong, yeah. So, I mean, I know like Angadia's progression hasn't been as explosive as those other three, but. I'm seeing some sustained improvement and I'm seeing like if you if were to give me an option of leaving, letting him go for free and getting like peanuts for him, I'd rather extend his contract, give him some game time, at least preserve the value and even if it doesn't work out and he doesn't start for us from the next few seasons, we can at least sell him for something decent. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. Yeah. I think everything is I, I think every piece of business is still a better piece of business than Pogba. So, <laughs> honestly... <laughs> Uh, he's going Juventus, right? Is, is, is it? Uh, it looks like it. Looks like it. Yeah, we will come to United mm. in, uh, very soon. I think me and Pramod will have a lot to say about that. But mm. yeah, uh, no, more like nothing yeah. to say because uh, jack shit is happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but interesting things have transpired. Uh, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, who would you like to see like um coming to Arsenal? Like, I think a few names are thrown around. Like, mm. I think Gab- I think Gabriel Jesus might looks quite likely. Telemans yeah. seems like he's, he seems 50-50 in terms of I think Telemans was extension. more likely earlier. Like apparently Fabio mm. Vera wasn't a target like until recently. And then I think mm. Adada really liked him so we brought him in. And then okay. Telemans is apparently contingent on whether where, it's, it's like they're looking at Zaka's situation. They're looking at Torella's situation because they don't want to overload the squad with like midfielders. So I think if we can get a few sales in the midfield department like players like Maitland-Niles, Torella, mm-hmm. And I, I honestly think Telemans is still possible, but it seems like the kind of deal that will go late into the window. 
One thing is okay. because we are. It seems like we are the only big club that's interested in him. And okay. And I mean, he has only one year left, so we have kind of all the negotiating power in that sense. So yeah, it's yeah, not maybe in that sense they're not panicking about the signing and they're focusing on players like Jesus. Like what you said, forward is a priority. So I feel like mm-hmm. we'll get that done first, or at least soon. I feel like okay. in the next few weeks we'll know. Uh, about in that who, regard, is is Jesus the right man though? Uh, that's the thing. Uh, I mean, he's a hardworking he's, player, but he's, he's, he's a, a pressing machine. Uh. he's a pressing yeah, machine, and he will definitely add to our front press. Compared to like I said, it's going to be a world difference. Uh. a number of times I see, <laughs> I see like even like lower place teams just pick a part of front press in one pass, and then we go into a mid block, and then it's like, oh okay, then what, what was the point of that? Uh, that's not going to happen with Jesus. Uh. So yeah, about whether he can be the number nine. I mean, he's Brazil's number nine one after, and that's a big responsibility. It you is, think about uh, it like that. You're signing Brazil's number nine, which is like, in any uh, other era. Brazil's creative like spark. They have, they have Neymar, they have Vinicius. They have, the amount of attacking quality around. Mm, um, I mean, true, true. I would say that Brazil's attacking quality is better than Arsenal's. Like, it is, uh, but a, which is why a reasonable we, statement to make. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think he'll get as many chances as he got at City that he gets at Arsenal. Uh, like in terms of how many chances are supplied to him per match, mm-hmm. but I still think that he'll he's just he's just a step up. Above what we have, uh. so in that sense, I'm happy. Uh. is he going to be like the final, like, like is he going to be like the guy that leads us to big titles? Or I don't know. It's too far into the future for me right now. I just want someone who's UCL quality, and is Jesus UCL quality definitely. So yeah, fair enough. I think like um, his versatility will come into play as well. Like I, I feel like he will get some game time on the wing. We saw like I think last season Pep used to like. Trust him on the right wing in like the mm. bigger games because like he would put in a shift and he could like actually like stretch the pitch and like make some runs in behind on like Mares who would be like kind of more of a ball to feet player. So mm. I think he will maybe not on the right because like that's pretty much Saka's position, but uh, I think he could get some game time on the left wing, especially if you don't sign another winger. Mm. Mm-hmm. True, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, but who would you like to see? Like, who's your ideal signing? Is it Ivan Tony for mm. number nine? Yeah, honestly, but- yeah. I, I read Tony. I would like him as a number nine. There's not been any like rumors, so I, I doubt it's gonna happen. Because yeah. like usually signings like him get linked very early in the window. But they uh, stayed up, so I I feel like yeah. we had to pay quite a bit to get him. Which is why I yeah. think we're going with Jesus first. There's rumors of Kamaka as well, but uh, yeah, Italy uh, players never leave Italy. Who, who, who sorry? Skamaka, this. Uh, Italian striker, right? Yeah. Well, I've never heard yeah. of him. No idea who oh, he is, okay. honestly, before he was linked. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like yeah. almost two meters. Giroud region. Giroud is a... Just saying, Giroud is a... It's the World Cup winner. It's the AC Milan. Well, Syria, Syria winner. Oh my God. Champions League. Giroud is... He's had a pretty good career. can't play without him, apparently. Until like losing every game since you got replaced. Oh yeah, that's great. It's kind of funny, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a point. They brought in Benzema thinking they're going to smash every team, but then they just keep losing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, England as well. England, England, oh, yeah. are I don't know fourth in the group, right? Yeah. I don't know why. They lost four zero to Hungary. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Southgate might be yeah, meetings then. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like in terms of the the winger, right? Like who you want, mm-hmm. who we would want to see. I guess Rafinha would be because he's one of the names they got linked with. He would definitely be a good option. Uh, I don't know. I don't. See many like straightforward. I mean, there's rumors of Sterling also wanting a leave. I mean, I don't oh, mind. Uh, like, oh, I don't mind Sterling, becoming the thing about he won't come after Chelsea are strongly yeah. linked to Chelsea because they got Champions League. Yeah, yeah, 
Chelsea get him. If they get him, amazing. ஒரேஜ்ஜ He's kind of smart, I guess. He buffs up your squad. Maybe he's big. But I'm just really kind of worried that... Yeah, I'm just kind of worried that they... Like, I'm hoping the club have enough money to address like the big, like the first team concerns as well as the mm. depth. Because yeah. if you get a Vieira and Martinez that's not 70 million on yeah. players who probably won't be like like nailed on starters, it might right. break them into the team. But they're being signed for like your utility and versatility. But yeah, probably no, share sure. minutes between positions. Yeah. I feel like that's the most realistic thing. Like, yeah. I feel like we still need another, like, probably another eight and a striker as well. So I'm hoping that it doesn't affect those two like, signings and a winger in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, like player sales will be, will be key, I think. Like, I think the more we sell, the more, like, the faster our incomings will move as well. Like, so far, not many rumours about players leaving us because, let's be honest, we don't have much much like we don't really have many pieces to sell uh, <laughs> like <laughs> city but yeah we had to yeah. somehow scrunch up the money yeah. i think that player is the main one as well i feel like yeah because he's on a pretty high wage as well i feel like any way coming in forward. is dependent yeah. on him yeah, yeah on him leaving true true yeah. but i mean arguably you guys are still in a better position than us Uh, I mean, it's hard to see. Even though we're in the, even though we're in the same, I mean, yeah, I, I had this uh, argument with Yash. I mean, would have been nice to have a third Arsenal fan here, but yeah, uh, we, me and him were having an argument the other pod, other episode that you know, you both of us are finishing the same position, but I, I still didn't disagree with him in the fact that you guys are better placed than us as a as a team where you guys are. Uh, I know you guys don't have Champions League football, but I would say that the dressing room atmosphere, everything is a lot more positive. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. as a as mm-hmm. a as a manager i would rather want to manage arsenal than arsenal team i guess yeah yeah but the thing is right like it's it's so hard to predict how good a transfer window is because like last season when we had a transfer window everyone rated it as one of the worst uh. <laughs> turned out to be one of the best in the league mm-hmm. then now this yeah. season everyone is rating our signings oh wow arteta he's doing his thing all that <laughs> later later midway through the season we're eighth again <laughs> like so it's so hard to <laughs> It really depends on how well he can transmit his ideas to these new signings. Because we're going so to bring in success? quite a few for, for Sorry, next season. What's the success? What is success for next season? Has to be it. I mean, it's his third full year. If he doesn't get top four by then, then like, I think... Arteta out. Uh. I, I guess so. Because uh, like, like, there's only so much time we can give a manager in this kind of era. Uh. Not saying Even that we the... don't have a chance. But I feel mm-hmm. like we have improved enough to expect a top four challenge. Or at least finish in top four. Yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Tough. Uh, yeah, because it's really going to be tough. Tougher every season. Spurs have Conte. A... Spurs have Conte. And, mm. and the fact that they finished fourth after where they were when he took right. over. 
they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, top, I mean, see, top two is City and Liverpool. No one is going to touch until either of the either the either managers retire or leave the club. Yeah. Yeah, and Chelsea. Um, Chelsea are always going to be up in the bouts. Um, United are probably the worst mm. position among the top six or top seven. Uh, but I would say if they if we can string a few good results, we'll be up and up, about up the up Champions there, League. Yeah, because yeah, you know uh, he's trying he's trying a revolution. Uh, talking about Ten Hag, yeah, yeah. So you never know with these things. Yeah, it's, it it's a thing. Out. Yeah, it's a thing that it's just a thing that Ateta got hundred fifty million last season, and then. This season he's probably going to spend something similar to that. So you can't say that he hasn't been backed. Ah, like that's like three hundred million plus already. Ah, backing wise, so, he's been given a lot of backing. He's been Very given a lot of backing for yeah. inexperienced managers. So in that sense, that's why I'm saying that we should expect top four. I know how difficult it is. Ah. like I get the point. Ah. nowadays there are six or seven teams that every season can compete for top four realistically. But when you're backing a manager that much, you at, at the very least, I feel we should expect that as Arsenal fans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, uh, I think we can move on to uh, the next club. I think Pramod has been quite silent, so let's let's get his thoughts on Man uh, United's very uh, inactive transfer window. For now, inactive. Um, wait. So basically, just now you were talking about how Inkatia took Andre's number, right? Guess who took Rio Ferdinand's number? Who? And sums up our who? story. Who? Who took? Who? Harry I have no idea who took. Oh, <laughs> uh, still on about Maguire. Oh, as you can see, this is a clear-cut evidence of the great juxtaposition among these two clubs. One is performing clearly much better than the other one, so I don't know what to say. I feel like everything I say is just like mocking my team, which is at this point I just have to laugh at my own demise. But <laughs> anyway, what what do you ask? What do you ask me actually? <laughs> ask me about. <laughs> Well, what are your thoughts on uh, what is happening at our club? You can just give a shit. You can say uh, talk about anything there, Pramod. Wow, he reminds me of last season, sir. Arsenal. Wow. <laughs> going through what I'm going through now. It, it's really bad. It's honestly very negative. I honestly don't negative know what's feeling. going on to the point where like, I've like cut myself off United for a bit. And then a few days ago, I saw something like the new chairman, like the guy who took over Edward, yeah. Edward Wood. Richard he, Arnold. I think Richard Arnold. Yeah, they, apparently he met some fans in a pub. And then he was like telling people, do you, do you know what I say? I don't know exactly what I said, but yes, yes. So that was yeah. what I wanted to talk about. Uh, <laughs> a few things he mentioned is is quite funny. So one, okay, one, okay. I just let me get the hot hot thing out of the way. So the the one thing he said, fans were asking him, uh, the dressing room is very toxic, and what are you, what have you done about it? He said that he literally said that Lingard and Pogba had left the club. That was his response to that question. Hmm. He wow. name dropped them. Wow. Damn. So okay. that was wow. that was a pretty <laughs> pretty. <laughs> I mean, that was that was quite crazy. I I didn't expect him to name drop someone. So that was interesting. Apparently, they were the ones that were leaking news of dressing room unrest and stuff like that. Uh, oh wow. Uh, so I don't know how to take that. Uh, is is it a good thing or a bad thing? Maybe he he seems like a very no nonsense kind of guy, unlike Ed Woodward. Um. But yeah, that was that was something interesting. Even flamed he was, Woodward also, I think. Like yeah, he even name dropped. Yeah, yeah. He he said he said so because he was talking about because fans were basically planning to riot. Like that was that was the sentiment Whoa, in the what? pub, and they were they were planning. Oh no, okay, not riot, uh, protest. So yeah, I should use a more tamer word. But uh, the the point is yeah, they were just very up. They were very obviously frustrated, unhappy, and. Uh, yeah he was very honest in his response he told them that you know they've tried they he said that they are trying very hard to get uh, Frankie Dion who we've been linked 
with for quite some time and that was something we were trying to pursue and um, in terms of questioning of our previous signings like he basically uh, in a nutshell he blamed woodward for it like a lot of money has been wasted and uh, because of that it's getting very hard to attract uh, players of the caliber and yeah i mean i was also watching uh, uh, fabrizio romano's recent youtube he posts on youtube regularly as well right so yeah, i was watching and apparently we are planning a fresh bid for frankie dio uh, i think barcelona want somewhere in the region mm. of 85 million we we gave something around 60 million but um, mm. right now we're reconsidering to up our offer so that is an interesting uh, yeah scenario taking place i don't know what's going to happen uh personally personally i feel like the deal is quite difficult to go through because frankie deong himself yeah he's talked about being flattered with united's interest and stuff but i think he's very happy at barcelona the only reason i see him moving is for the money which we do have i would say we are probably in a better financial position than barca but certain things money can't buy which is the champions league and right. like that's what might probably uh you know convince him to stay at barca rather than join us so it, it's going it's going to be increasingly difficult to attract talent that's what i think we are realizing uh i do see us honestly going going into some panic signings last last minute in the window mm. that's what's probably going to happen at this rate either mm. either we try to hijack one of your deals like maybe uh, let me let me I give you yeah, we, are, we are linked with that martin was a guy the
the, the like, hype was real. Like yeah. really, you got in a better position, way, way better position, you guys. But now it's just like after the after one season, the tables have just turned completely. It's like no, the dressing room is said to be toxic. Mm. You know, I don't even know whether the you know people But, who are causing the toxicity have actually left. I mean, yeah. Right. Pogba um, leaving I, is a big one. I Pogba think. leaving is a big one, probably. But um, you never know. I mean, the I would say majority of the squad is still made up of people who were starting last season. Right, so yeah. I do not know how how much the dressing room will really change. It's going to take a a really. It's going to take some time for Ten Hag, honestly. Yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised like, if we finish outside the Champions League, Europa League this season, like maybe like Liverpool, where they finished eighth, right, uh, under Klopp for season. And I mean uh, Arsenal as well. Like, yeah, Arsenal as well. Twice, twice in a row. Correct. So, yeah. But for us, it's probably more unacceptable because we have actually quality players, Champions League yeah, players now in our team. So I can't really make a case for us finishing eighth or anything. Like yeah. I feel Liverpool and Arsenal genuinely had players who 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 were of that. Just weren't good enough, lah. Yeah. So I I think there's no excuses for us to not be challenging for top four this season, uh, given the quality. Even last season, there was no excuse for yeah. the kind of performances we had. But I think you can take reference from what Arteta has had to go through, uh, like the num the amount of like. Cleaning he like in house cleaning he had to do just to yeah. get the the squad to like a healthy state of mind like yeah. what you said. We may actually have to model yeah. Arsenal, <laughs> like literally <laughs> yeah. just never thought model. It, I, I mean know. model Liverpool. I mean Arsenal are trying yeah. to copy Liverpool and then yes, yeah. just I mean, copy them. <laughs> yeah, the most recent one will be successful in this. They yeah. good yeah. cleaning is Arsenal, so we copy you know. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, what do you feel about Ten Hag? Uh, well, I'm I'm a bit conflicted there. Eh? I mean, whenever like the new manager comes, everyone is hyped. But the only thing I'm positive about him is that. They say he's like a disciple of Pepa. So, <laughs> I mean, Arteta's a disciple of Pepa. So, yeah, I don't know if yeah. like we literally are copying, but <laughs> we just sign one more Pep disciple and then just go and. But I don't know, man. I I mean, give but do you chance. not think like the football, the at least for the at least for this season, maybe like the style of football or like the philosophy of what you want to achieve going forward is the priority rather than like yeah. whether you finish in Champions League or not. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, he has never done anything outside of the outside of the Netherlands, and that's a bit right. Mm. I mean, Champions League. Don't you don't you feel there's an issue? Uh, wait, so it's kind of getting back to like the signings thing. United are notorious for like making club signings for like short sales and stuff, and like like you just mentioned, promote Ten Hag's like uh kind of a disciple of Pep Arteta and all who who are backed by their boards to buy like the specific profiles of players they need. Do you see any issues happening between Ten Hag wanting specific profile, maybe like less glamorous names to fit into his system, versus like the board trying to sign a big name to sell shirts or like improve their share price? Ooh, I mean I that's think... the sorry, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, that's the no, entire no, no, story. You, you, of, you, sure. Yeah, that's the entire like conundrum that United fans don't know how to accept. Or it's just like whenever a new manager comes, I think there was this stat. What 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 did you say? Uh. Moyes wanted um, Bale and Ronaldo. Is it something like that? Moyes wanted someone he didn't get him. Mourinho wanted Maguire he didn't get him. Ole wanted Mourinho wanted Arlen. Bale. I remember. Yeah, basically they listed a number of players that past managers wanted, and we didn't sign any of them. It was like Haaland for Ole because of the Norway connection. It was mm. Maguire for Mourinho because at that time Leicester were winning the league and stuff. Yeah. And then before that was, I think Moyes wanted someone. Basically, we just. Don't fear manager. One thing I one thing I must say, yeah, yeah. I mean, I promote as a point. Don't get me wrong, but one thing I must say that there have been very radical changes last season. Since last season, we've we've actually cleansed even our backroom staff to an extent. I would say, a lot of new faces coming in. Don't ask me who they are, 
uh, I just know that um, quite a quite there's been quite a number of <laughs> yeah, changes. That's, that's like true. Uh, that's true. I I mean the I mean the most prominent one that's is a good Ed Woodward, Ed Woodward leaving. So I think internally we are making those changes. Um, that's that's yeah. As as Arjun mentioned, it's a good start. Um, but again, it's it's the future. We have no idea. We haven't even made a signing to actually talk about whether mm. you know um, Ten Hag Ten Hag will get the signings he wants. It's also early in the transfer window, but I have to say it's worrying. The fact that we have not, I would have loved to see at least uh, one deal being done by now because right. that shows that we've been in business. That shows that, uh, because I mean, at the end of the day, Frankie Diong is another statement signing. If we get him, mm. it shows that United are still able to attract players who are willing to sacrifice Champions League football. So that is, I mean, that is obviously the, the thinking behind the, the, the Frankie Diong deal. So, yeah, only time will tell. And I think it's it's quite interesting to see the dynamics at play. I think I think Ten Hag is a no nonsense kind of guy. He is a bit of a control freak by the looks of it, like Pep, where mm. he wants complete mm. autonomy over the signings, no questions asked. Um, I hope it works kind out. Kind of I hope he gets it. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope it works out. Honestly, the less the bot, the just the bot needs to get out of his own way uh, and just let the man do his job. Uh. <laughs> like, yep. At this point. Like they see how much they screw up with like when Mourinho was manager and Moes was manager, they bring in signings that weren't what the manager wanted. It didn't work out. So hopefully they can change the way they operate. Imagine, like yeah, the... imagine next year we start with like Liverpool have like Nunes, City of Haaland, you guys have Jesus. Then we have like we're like Ilanga and Garnacho half top with like hey bro, we, have, hey, we still have Ronaldo, don't worry. We still have yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo. Okay. But yeah. you know what I mean? Everything around him is just like nothing. It's just one Ilanga's a decent talent. I mean, I like, I like Ilanga. Yeah, but you compare with Nunes and Jesus and yeah. Allen, it's like yeah. miles away. Yeah, yeah, guys. Uh, sorry to interject. Uh. I just saw some, some news on the Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. page. Uh, apparently, Arsenal are now directly negotiating for Rafinha, according to Romano. Oh, and oh, like Romano. some, yeah, some less reliable sources like Gold Brazil are all saying that oh, he's going to get. Completed within the week. I'm not sure about that, but apparently we are actually trying for Rafinha. Barca have agreed personal terms, but they haven't agreed like the fee with Leeds because apparently they don't just don't have enough money to meet Leeds' demands. So yeah, Barca really gone. Honestly, oh my god, we're actually going for it. I I don't know what happened to Kroenke. Suddenly he just maybe he. You you can you can have your wedding there if you pay like. A certain amount of money. That's yeah, how, yeah, that's, that's, right. how, yeah. that's how like that's the people accept. Yeah, yeah, they're getting creative. I mean, I have to give it to them, like, I mean, even though they mismanaged, they're really getting creative in terms of how they how they actually make money, <laughs> even the offices. Yeah, you can apparently pay if you want. Like if you like if like let's say four of us, we get a few of our buddies, we go and go to camp yeah. and pay for things. You know, I think Spotify now. Yeah, oh yeah, Spotify does. Bro, so every oh, time Spotify you subscribe does. to Spotify, yeah, then you'll get a new transfer. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, guys, hey, Barca fans, you guys can follow us on Spotify. You know? <laughs> Three times you guys ever discussed. Lewandowski confirmed. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, a, that's another big name. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can talk about the big signings as well. Like Lewandowski linked to Barca. Uh, I think that's a pretty big name. Um, there's a Real Madrid signed a few. Chuamini, uh, yeah. and um, there's other one. Rudiger, Rudiger as well. Rudiger is incidentally being unveiled uh, as we record. I think uh, he was going. To, I saw his. I saw some pics of him going through his medical. So I think he'll be unveiled pret
So Madrid, I think Madrid lah, honestly. Madrid basically they just have the. I mean, look at that midfield lah. They just have a carbon copy just waiting. Kamavinga. They have France's Kouameni. future in the midfield lah. Kamavinga and Tukamini. That's not fair. That's just not fair. It is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, it is uh, what it crazy, is. Yeah. Madrid, yeah, it's crazy. You know? I mean, yeah, like I thought after Ronaldo, after Ronaldo leaves, they will have like a downtime, like a very long mm. downtime. But to be honest, it hasn't affected them a lot. I mean, honestly, yes, not much at all. Yeah, it's just legacy. Their really? legacy is just too. And they've like, and they've like completely redeveloped their stadium. I'm not sure if you guys have seen like the oh, new right, like, yeah. Bernabeu. Like they'll be hosting like tennis matches, pop concerts, and stuff in the Bernabeu now as well. Mm. Okay. They have like. Like the pitches are like mo- like mobile, so like they can like yeah removable. Like they, they are removable uh, and they can be stored <laughs> underground. Then they can change it to oh. another pitch. Uh. Oh, that's damn cool! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I mean, they are really loaded. Like, they they, they yeah. save up three hundred mil for Mbappe. They not, they don't know what to do with it now. <laughs> yeah, actually, how do we not talk about Mbappe? <laughs> oh yeah, true. They just got all this money lying like, yeah, around. Just... Hey, what do we do? Screw it. Just hide our pitch. <laughs> So, so money Mbappe, money. guys, Mbappe thoughts. What happened? Mm. There is, I feel, there's a big reason why PSG aren't able to sign anyone, and that's because of giving Mbappe the rights over future yeah. signings. It's it's not going to be long before they just give like the state of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Bro, he he will become like French president uh, next year at <laughs> this rate. He'll, he'll oh, sorry, Qatar. Which, I meant Qatar. he was actually involved in the negotiations. Macron. Exactly. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, Macron actually phoned him and told him to stay at PSG or something. Like that. Oh wow! That 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 actually played a huge decision in him. Like, oh, the French president wants me to stay. You know. Be <laughs> fair, I don't mind. Him, they have a prime minister or president. I don't mind him earning so much because. If Madrid sign him, they also have to pay him around that much. It's just the all the off pitch stuff like being the sporting director, choosing the coaches. No, that is the that is the reason yeah. why no manager, even Zidane, doesn't want to join PSG right, right. as of now. How much do you actually believe of that, lah? Because it's it sounds quite. I think it's true. No, I mean, I, if, see, the thing is, anything that comes out of Romano's mouth, I would believe. So I think Romano said that. So I, I would really, I would trust him hundred wholeheartedly. Trust him. I've never seen. Did. I mean, is that the first time? Thing. I feel like this is the first time thing for a player to have that much. Yeah, money. yeah, I feel, like Messi, I feel like Messi had not, not like as much as this, but I feel like Messi had a lot of say in behind the scenes decisions at Barca. Mm, probably. Like it's done left after like a season there because he didn't really get. Moved, so. Yeah, probably not as explicit. Uh, because I think this was a huge move. Everyone thought that you know it's just a matter of time, especially after Madrid won the Champions League. It just felt like a natural progression for Mbappe to join uh, Los Blancos, mm. but. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, honestly. Like, damn. That's <laughs> because he won the World like, Cup. And what does he win? What about Multiple what about Poch getting sacked? I mean, po- okay, Poch getting sacked. <laughs> I guess has probably to do. With, probably Mbappe wasn't happy with him. Yeah, yeah. that's probably he, the main reason. Yeah. <laughs> My man just signed the contract. <laughs> like they were posing for the photo. Poch, Poch was posing with him, smiling. Right. <laughs> and after they post on the camera, okay, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Okay, imagine. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but can PSG really ever win the Champions League? How are they just going to be like City? Just like uh, I mean, I feel like season. it's the eventuality with both of them. It's just uh, it's comical how long they're taking to do it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing. But who who do you think will get there first, City or PSG? Actually, both City, have fit, both have qualified for the finals, right? PSG lost. Yeah, the final yeah. yeah. Both City both of them bottled it. Yeah. Final hurdle, uh, Let's see that. So I guess they're both on par. Uh, I will yeah. still argue the City are closer than. Uh, yeah, PSG. I just feel yeah. like it's a lot more healthier there in City, right? Even if the yeah. number of players they have, right? Somehow Pep manages them very well. 
Whereas with PSG, it's always it's always been the case of like one or two players holding power over the rest and like like over the manager in the dressing room. It's, it's mm-hmm. never feel like oh this is a team rather than like a group of individuals. And it's just hard, something hard, very hard to manage. So yeah, maybe Zidane can be the one to break that curse. Because, yeah. I mean, if you're a player, if there's anyone you're going to listen to, it's Zidane. Yeah. Yes, that fool. Yeah. You're talking about Zidane to PSG, is it? Yeah, as the manager. Oh, but I mean, he already, anyway, I think he already uh, denied. Uh, or not, denied he declined. He rather declined the offer, if I'm, if oh, I'm okay. mistaken. Yeah, so right. he is apparently, I just read somewhere, not a, not a reliable source, but. I read on uh, Football Insta that um, apparently he's going to wait out France to finish the World Cup because he wants the national team job uh, after oh. Deschamps retires or leaves. So that is, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him manage France because he's, he's that cool. Uh, and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him manage that. But um, on the topic of City, right, uh, they have had a fantastic window as well. They've signed Haaland, Alvarez, uh, who else? What's their sign? Probably missing something. They're linked to and Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Cucurella. Cucurella. Yeah, I mean, they're just constantly able to get more and more talent. Just when you thought, you know, they have enough squad depth. Like, at this point, they just buy the whole league, honestly. And they, and the thing about it is, like, Pep just makes average players. Like, Cucurella, I wouldn't be surprised to see him. Like, he's actually very good. Suddenly be the, suddenly be the best left back. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, I, like, I mean, he's still part of Brighton. You know, you wouldn't, if like best left back in the league, not the first name that pops in your head, right? He'll but be top three, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Top, uh, top, he's up there, but not the top. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him top very, very soon under Pep if they sign him. So, yeah, it, it's just crazy how City are just constantly just having a monopoly over the talent. And, yeah, right. they're just perfect, honestly. If you mean who, why wouldn't you want to join City? They're they are, they are like a machine. They just they just are able to run by themselves. Like Pep doesn't even have to. Pep will just shuffle the squad around. Everyone performs on the, turns up on the day. It's just amazing, which is what I think United are looking to do. But probably it's going to take I don't know how long before we do that. I would say yeah, Arteta is still. Is getting there really trusting? I I would say trust the process. Yeah, finally, finally you are trusting the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something, something, something of that sort is actually like you know, there's a yeah. chance of remote. I feel like last season, even though we, I mean, we bottled it. Let's be honest, the top four, but like yeah. the progression was there to see la. Like you're gonna have, you have to be like compulsively ignorant, or like <laughs> to not see <laughs> that we've we've made progress. See, start start of the season fifth is a very good achievement. Just that the position you guys were in, you guys bottling mm. it would be would have been yeah. very that was a disappointment. Have almost feel like felt like a failure because you were in mm. pole position to take it. Thing is, yeah. you guys beat you guys beat Chelsea and uh, who you guys beat some you guys beat yeah. us and Chelsea. Yeah, back, and then we just Palace, right? just lost team uh, at the end. I think. Yeah. Like, the pressure maybe got to the young hits. Uh, hopefully, that doesn't happen this season. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, also, Liverpool signed Nunes. That is also a very, very solid. Another player uh, we were linked to. <laughs> yeah, of course. Why would he join us? Oh, you guys were linked to Nunes as well? Yeah, we yeah, were yeah, yeah. for the longest time. Yeah. We even yeah. offered and, uh, their price. It's just he didn't want to come. So, yeah, when the, we, we, if, y'all, if y'all got Nunes, then Ronaldo plays on the wing? Or like, how, how does it work? Probably two strikers. Uh, two I think strikers. I, I don't think he minds. We were also like uh, somewhat linked to Lewandowski. Uh, that's oh, wow. also a rumor mill going ah, on, but I find that very hard to believe. Lewandowski would be not another thirty. Lewandowski, or... Ronaldo, uh, two thirty-four year olds up top. So. Bro, our average age uh, up top is sorry, like, thirty-four. <laughs> a combined age up top is like four players from Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but the, the thing is, Ronaldo is Ronaldo still plays like he's twenty-five. 
Yeah. Yeah. He can still turn out yeah. many goals. So yeah, Ronaldo is just a born goal scorer. He's probably not going to leave anytime soon. Um, so that's one positive fast. But yeah, sorry, I'm digressing back to United. Let me come back to Liverpool. So yeah, Nunes. Uh, one thing I just had to point out is that Klopp made fun of us uh, spending a lot of money. Man, man finally went broke the bank and spent like close. To, what was it? Eighty million, is it? For Nunes. Yeah, but uh, we cannot really say control. it's a failure until he flops. We, we did buy yeah, Pogba, true. Lukaku and whatever, Maguire for that much money and they all turned out to be... <laughs> okay, I, think, I think Pogba is probably the single worst piece of uh, bis- football Sanchez, business in Sanchez. history. You forgot Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's still Sanchez. That's hey, what, did you do to my man? Is, what did you do we, to my man? We, the thing is, we didn't actually spend a lot for Sanchez. That's it was a swap did. deal, right? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, the worst signing I thought it was an imposter, honestly. Like the, di- like the difference between... <laughs> he was like our best player. <laughs> like, he was honestly <laughs> top three players in the league when he was around at Arsenal. <laughs> the drop-off was just crazy. Uh. I, just, I didn't know what happened. Uh. Was, yeah, I mean, at that time, uh. City, were, City were trying to sign... Sanchez. Yeah, I mean, City were trying on, for him as well. Honestly, I think I think Sanchez would have done bits at City. Well, yeah, yeah, probably yes. whatever. Pepper. Yeah, this was. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> what what is happening, but uh, or what has happened rather. Ah, but yeah, it is what it is. Who, who, have we missed someone? Oh yeah, yeah. Lukaku leaving for yeah. Inter. That that has yeah. been long coming. What a meme. Uh, man. Yeah, yeah. What, what, I think okay. That, I think that has, that rivals Pogba. I think Pogba is probably worse. Mm. Uh, as, I, as I remember someone said on our group chat Pogba was yeah, that was I think I take I take that back I that think it's Pogba because of the Pogba is worth no no I com- they compared Maguire and Lukaku yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like definitely Lukaku is worth because they sold him in one, one season like, at least Maguire has done decently mm. fast one, one or two seasons mm. so I, I would still argue Maguire is slightly better spending not that he's a success or anything but just like, I think football is the only place where you spend 100 million on something like and that and that thing that costs hundred million turn back and look at you and say you're a shit face. <laughs> like no other field of like sport or like business would hundred million thing just look at you and just say like be like so I don't know, not like, It doesn't guarantee success is what you're trying to say, right? Like, yeah, like you spend hundred million on a guy. How can you How can you like not talk meet the expectations? Yeah, it's like what the heck? I don't know. Really big. I mean he thought well, maybe we ruined him uh, because <laughs> maybe we are the two reasons for the failure. Ah, yeah. Mm. But I think, yeah, it be interesting to see where everyone finishes next season. Uh, I think the transfer window has still, it's just started. We're still at the, I would say, the beginning stage. There's still a long way to go for the summer. Mm. Uh, I am, yeah, I mean, going, for myself, going on exchange, I'm looking forward to watching at least one United game. Uh, with the fixture list we are playing I think Liverpool very early oh on I think the third third match of the season or something um, so yeah my friends suggested buying the tickets I'm like no way I'm not going I'm not paying so much money to see us get battered by Liverpool <laughs> yeah so hopefully never next know season, uh, Ronaldo might turn over I mean see? there's only so much one man can do <laughs> yeah. honestly what? yeah really yeah. it is a yeah. fall from grace for us it's been 10 years, Erikas, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think 10 years. That's why. 10 years. So, this one left. And we've done jack all in this 10 years. That's like half yeah, my Bur- life. Burino gave us our last trophy. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Burino gave us our last trophy. 
Dude, Wenger won a trophy more recently than you all. I just read yeah. the stat. Uh. I was like, what? Wow. Even Arteta has won, right? Yeah, Arteta has won. Yeah, Arteta, yeah. Yeah. Arteta, okay. To be fair, he got, he got you guys a trophy quite early. Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. I guess it just yeah, passes me. When I saw that, when I read it, I was like, that can't be true. So, Mourinho was around, what? 17, is it? 16, 17? Yeah, Europa League. Europa League. Mikita oh, has right. got the goal. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. yeah, that was like ages ago. We had Daily Blind as left back. That was all of us. That was Daily Blind is doing really well for Ajax. He's very old. He's very slow. He's yeah. another player who left United and won like multiple trophies. You know, Herrera won seven trophies after he left United. <laughs> I think I think selling Herrera was damn stupid, honestly. We should have we should have just paid him what he wanted. He was honestly a very good player for us. He, yeah, I would never have criticized him. Herrera was a solid player. Yeah, he's better than our midfield. Right now, he's, he seems to have very good attitude. He starts for like, PSG with that, with the amount wow. of talent they have. He starts for PSG. That is insane. He started for PSG at least under Poch. So, yeah, it's it's for me it's unacceptable that we let some of our best players go. Uh, but yeah, it, 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 it is like that. And uh, sorry, just before I forget, we have to acknowledge Spurs signing Bisuma. Uh, mm. I I read that I read that piece of business. I think it's really really good. Uh, I think because it's like. Talk to Abisuma in like very early, like before anyone knew about it. Like we're talking about find of the like young, good young player of the season mm. or something. This was yeah, yeah. Very I, I said like I said Lampi, you said Bisuma. Yeah, I remember like like yeah, it's very, very long. I don't remember so. who I said, yeah. Yeah, like like yeah. we're talking about young upcoming players. I think oh you said uh, that Leicester. Guy. Uh, I said for fun. I said for fun. Yeah, yeah, for fun. Said Someone for fun. said Bisuma. I said for. Fun. I don't know. Someone else said Bisuma, but I mean the thing is, yeah, he's a solid signing for Spurs. He's coming off that. He's just off that age where you know you're just starting to peak, and I think they got him at the right moment. He could potentially be a Kante. Like, I I can go as far as to say that I really think he's that good. Um, and with the players around, I think Spurs attacking quality wise under Conte, they're really, really good. Mm. Kul- with Kulusvesky also, um, I think he he's still on loan right next season. He, he's not a permanent. Yeah, I think they're not, not yet. It's permanent now. Is, is it permanent now? Oh, I, yeah, I think I, him I'm and Benton like made permanent. Oh, they had options to buy or something like that. Yeah. I I, if I'm not wrong, they're going to loan him and then they're going to buy him at the end of the season. But, uh, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, something along those lines. But either way, I think the quality Spurs have right now is pretty... I would say it can, it can even go challenge for top three. Not no longer top four, probably top. Like Champions League with that team right now is quite... It, it is quite gettable. Especially Christian Romero at the back. They they have mm. solid players at every position now, I would say. I think with they need a, a few more. centre-back yeah? and a right-wing back. And then like they have like Pretty much a template team that you want, like Conte would want to have. But exactly. yeah, I think like once it, I, I expect, I think they'll address those two positions. So yeah, annoyingly, I think they'll be pretty strong next season. Yeah, you know, honestly, they are dark horses to be the Premier League. I no, I mean Spurs are going to bottle. Spurs are bottlers, perennial bottlers. Don't get me wrong, but Conte factor, I would never discount it. I feel he's he's too underrated a manager. Like yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if we made a mistake by not getting him. Only time will tell. If because I think Ten Hag is a more of a project kind of manager, whereas mm. Conte has just come in, win, win, and he leaves. So yeah. I I don't know if we did the right, made the right decision. Because I think for United fans, we are really devoid of trophies for too too long. 
So it would have been nice to get him in and get a trophy. But, you know, maybe good things come for those who wait. Lah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think with Spurs, like, it makes sense for him because he, like, they have Kane and so on for a few more years at, like, their, their peak. So he could try, like, maximize the team while they have these two players. Because I don't think they can, like, buy anyone of that quality of the market, like, attract mm-hmm. anyone. So I think it makes yeah. sense to have him, like, maximize them while he can. Yeah, I mean, they have arguably one of the best two forwards in the league. Uh, yeah, they, they are really up there. Sp- Queen Swan scored the most number of goals without without even taking a penalty. Right? That that just shows how much under the radar and how less talked about he is. He he, yeah, it's just he's the first ever Asian player to win the Golden Boot. That's such a that's such an it's amazing moment, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think Spurs Spurs are really well positioned. We we tend to overlook them just because they're Spurs. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Arsenal fans can see that. <laughs> can agree with me on that part. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, I think yeah, I think more or less we've covered most of the big signings. Uh, anyone? Anything else for anyone? Hmm. I guess. Who else could we talk? I mean, I haven't really heard much about the the teams down the table, honestly. But I know West Ham yeah. signed this Moroccan guy. I've never heard of him, but apparently he's a ball playing centre back. So. Yeah, it's interesting. It will be interesting to see how much Moyes can improve on this team, how high he can go with this West End team. That's true. I mean, speaking of yeah, Kamara, half, Kamara de Villa is a good Villa, yes. I was just talking about oh, yeah. Villa. Villa. Villa signed a, a few players actually, like uh, Diego Carlos from uh, Sevilla. Yeah. That's a pretty solid good signing. Uh. Good signing. They got Robin Olsen as well. Um, but I think he's more of a backup keeper. Right. So, but I I would say Villa were one of the earliest ones to make a move. They the fact that they signed Kamara that early, uh, and that on a free as well, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, so. they signed him. I think so. They signed him on a free. So yeah, it's for them. I think they are going the right direction. Who knows? Maybe they can make a late push for Europe next season. Mm. Yeah. But mm. yeah, for, that's it. Basically, every club is going to be succeeding except us. <laughs> In terms of the transfer uh, business. To be, actually, to be honest, the one club I expected like a lot more movement was Newcastle. Like, I haven't really heard much. With the amount of funds they have, right? I yeah, thought they would you know, splash the cash a bit more. Maybe they will eventually, but yeah. Just, I haven't really heard much about him. Um, um, about like who they're looking to sign other than like the guy from Lille, like the centre-back, Botman. Sven Botman. That's the only name I've heard of. But yeah, I think we can expect a lot <laughs> from them probably this summer yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once Newcastle are up and about, you know, then it might even become top seven, top eight. You know, like yeah. <laughs> literally, like there's no telling who will win the league at that. I mean, okay, I think City and Liverpool are still wow miles apart from the rest. But yeah. the thing is, once one of them, one once these two, one of these two managers leave, there'll be a power struggle, and that is when the Premier League will be the best to watch. Let's say because you cannot predict who who's going to win the league that season. Um, yeah. But uh, we'll we'll keep monitoring the transfer window. Hopefully, record uh, episodes more often. We'll try and do it back to a weekly basis. Uh, if everyone replies in the group. <laughs> wow! Why are you becoming like the director of football like that? Just name dropping. <laughs> I didn't name drop. Almost. I, I just almost. said generally. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, jokes apart, yeah. I mean, I I hope that uh, we can upload more episodes because I understand everyone is busy. So, yeah, uh, hopefully we can bring you more content. And um, 
Fazal, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you about uh, the season ahead. And uh, congratulations once again for being the recipient of our mystery prize. Uh, the second part will come to you in due course. And um, yeah, before we end the episode, Pramod once again. Uh, yeah, so yeah, as you mentioned, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the next team SD. You can also go to Spotify and YouTube and search us as the next team podcast. And also, you know, watch and like and follow and subscribe to our videos. And yeah, we try to like as we can say pump up more regular content. But yeah, and maybe you can let us know what else you want us to do before the new season. Yeah. <sighs> Smoothly handled as always, Robert. Well done. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> try my best. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, thank you so much once again, Fazal, for joining us. Um, yeah, thanks for having and, me. Yep, no worries. And um, hope you enjoyed. This is actually our landmark 50th episode for our football uh, site. So yeah, it's actually, I can't believe it's been 50 episodes. We've been doing this for a little over a year. I think it's going to be the better part of one year, I think. More than a year, right? Okay, yeah. yeah so we're like going to be reaching, yeah. yeah, we're going to be reaching two years, uh, closer to two years than one year, I would say. So yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Please continue supporting us. Uh, it's been really great. Uh, and of course, just like Fazal, you too could win a prize next season in our FPL. We will drop the link once it's available. And uh, continue supporting us and uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the Next Team Podcast. Bye, guys. All right. See you guys. Bye.